There are lots of financial talking heads out there, but there's only one who's local to Tucson. Welcome to Saving with Silverman. Mark Silverman is a certified financial planner, and he's here to help you with your financial questions. Today, we'll try to educate you about the financial world and encourage you to think of solutions to your financial goals. So let's get started. Saving with Silverman starts now. Welcome to Saving with Silverman, because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. Thank you for listening to the show. As always, joining us and serving our listening audience right here in Tucson and Southern Arizona is Mark Silverman, the president of Silverman and Associates. Mark is a CFP professional, that is a certified financial planner professional, and available to you at any time by calling or texting 520-333-7601. Again, that's 520-333-7601. I'm your host today, Mark Killian, and uh, we certainly appreciate you tuning in to Saving with Silverman. And Mark, welcome. How are you? I'm doing well, Mark. It's been a while since we spoke. I'm happy to be here as always and looking forward to another great show. Yeah, we've got a lot of good content. So uh, it's the Mark and Mark show on the airwaves today. So hopefully we can entertain you folks and provide some extenuate, uh some education, I guess, some more education to the services that Mark provides when you come in to see him at his office. And that's really what the show is all about, is helping educate folks uh, about retirement planning and uh, and getting prepared for those golden years. Uh, we've got some great topics, Mark, so let's just dive right in. Our first topic today is unique challenges. Uh, creating a customized retirement plan for any particular inv- individual can mean addressing some unique challenges. And obviously, you know that better than anybody. Uh, with each of these scenarios, let's discuss some challenges presented as well as some solutions that you might offer or come up with uh, into these scenarios. For example, um, age gap, when one spouse is maybe significantly older than the other, what kind of challenge is that? Well, we have to make sure that the income is going to last for both uh, life expectancies. So typically the younger uh, spouse, um, especially if it's a female, which we find a lot of times because, you know, as you know, Mark, women outlive men. So we need to make sure in our projections when we're building the customized plan for people that we are looking out and projecting long enough to where income is going to last for both of their life expectancies. And so even, you know, an age gap certainly is an issue. But even if we have spouses that are relatively the same age, as I mentioned, when uh, women outlive men, so so we need to project out it, just in those cases alone, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of maybe anywhere from three to eight years, depending on, on life expectancy. So if there's an age gap, that could be even significantly larger. So, you know, those are just one of the challenges that we do see. But, you know, having done this a long time, we want to make sure that the income is going to be there and, that's, and that we plan accordingly. Well, that's a great idea just to go ahead and plan for the normality of typically women outliving men, let alone when one spouse is older than the other. So great advice there and certainly something good to think about when you're talking about the unique challenges of the age gap. Uh, What about the unique challenges, Mark, of early retirement? Let's say a client who really is, uh, you know, got their heart set or their mindset on retiring before, let's say, 60. Sure. And we do this a lot, too. You know, we are starting to see more people wanting to retire early again. And we didn't see it for a while. um, But now things, I think, have kind of turned the corner, hopefully. Um, So we're seeing we're seeing this more common now. But I think one of the biggest challenges would be healthcare. you know, because the magic number is age 65. So if we're doing a plan for people, when we put together the plan and if they're retiring prior to age 65, how are we going to cover 
you know, medical coverage, health insurance. And so what I tell people is if, you know, one spouse is going to continue to work, maybe the other spouse can get on that plan. If that's not an option, you know, what are we going to do? So we'll actually reach out to uh, people that specialize in health insurance, a uh, network of professionals that we work with, um, where we can have them go out and get some prices on what that might look like. And so they have an idea there so we can continue our planning process to make those assumptions to go forward to see how we're going to, you know, compensate and where that money is going to come from in order to get those people to age 65 with health insurance. But that usually seems to be the biggest challenge. You know, the other ones, the income and those sorts of things are fairly standard. We just need to project those out for a longer period of time, maybe even 30 or 40 years if somebody's retiring at age 60 or so. Yeah, that's really good thinking as well because, uh, you know, it's something that you could easily kind of forget about. I mean, not necessarily forget about, but you just kind of think it's always something that's there uh, because you've had insurance through work or whatnot, and uh, and there's that five-year gap or, or more if you're retiring early, which is what we're talking about here on Saving with Silverman. Uh, unique challenges that uh, are presented sometimes uh, in interesting situations when it comes to retirement. Maybe you find yourself in one of these. Uh, the eight, there's an age gap with the spouses. Uh, you want to retire before 60, or maybe a lack of liquidity. How is that a unique challenge? Maybe the client has a lot of real estate, but limited investable assets. Sure. And, and we see this a lot where people either have commercial real estate or residential. Um, and certainly, uh, you know, we're happy to work with with people that are that are doing those sorts of things. But we want to make sure that they have the liquidity uh, to cover their expenses, you know, their living expenses, those sorts of things. And it's important to understand that, you know, we don't want to have to sell those real estate investments at the wrong time. So we want to make sure there's going to be enough liquidity to get them through those times. So if they do decide to sell those, they're selling them at the time that they want to sell them, not because they have to sell them in order to create a liquidity event. So, you know, it just takes proper planning. Well, and that's always the key, right? It seems like we always come back to that uh, that little tagline, that mantra, if you will, that proper planning is usually what it takes and is the key there. If you'd like to get some help with proper planning, reach out to Mark Silverman of Silverman & Associates at 520-333-7601. That's 520-333-7601. Zero one. We're talking about unique challenges here on the show. Uh, separate finances, Mark. I, I find this one interesting because my wife and I are this way, where the husband and wife keep their money separate. Um, you know, maybe it's a second marriage or things of that nature. But does that pose any more of a unique challenge than uh, when it's the traditional way? It doesn't create different challenges, but I think I think. It, it takes some different type of planning. So we see, you know, couples that come in that maybe keep their money separately, even though in Arizona or it's a community property state. But we do see a lot with second marriages or third marriages where maybe um, each spouse has their own children. And as far as beneficiaries receiving that money, the, you know, maybe the husband wants his children to receive his money after, you know, uh, his his spouse is taken care of and, and vice versa. What the wife wants her money to go to her children after the husband's taken care of. And so I think it, it comes down to a lot of estate planning, beneficiary designations, those sorts of things. We want to have those conversations, and it's and it's certainly natural, um, and we see that a lot uh, in those in those situations. But it it's not really a challenge. It just takes some extra planning, both on the estate planning side, as well as you know uh, making sure we have the beneficiary designations done correctly. Okay, yeah, because it's definitely one of those things where obviously you know property, as you said. Uh, is the way that it goes. But a lot of times, just I don't know, thinking about separate 401ks and checking accounts and everybody's got their own individualized this, that, or the other. Uh, so that's good. So that's interesting to know that uh, it just as long as, again, you come back with a plan or and you sit down and you really have to discuss all these things, right? So when you're sitting down and having a conversation with your advisor or if you're out getting a 
a second opinion with a, a new advisor potentially like yourself, really having a conversation about all these pieces uh, goes a long way into helping pull that plan together so that you know what you're dealing with, right? Absolutely. I mean, I think that's that's the key is, is having a, a solid plan that can give you a, a strategy and a direction of where you want to head. And that plan needs to be updated on a regular basis yeah. as well as things change. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if you find yourself in a unique challenge, Mark Silverman can certainly help you. Uh, even if you're interested in a regular old challenge, Mark can certainly help you when it comes to retirement planning and getting set for those golden years. 520-333-7601, that's your number to call or text. 520-333-7601. Our final unique challenge, if you will, Mark, is uh, divorce. You, you kind of touched on that with uh, second or third marriages on the prior one. Uh, a client, a lot of times, or a customer, I'm sure they come in, they feel a little shell-shocked maybe after seeing the assets get cut in half or whatever that might look like uh, from a divorce. How is that uh, kind of a unique challenge? You know, it's always a tough situation, divorce, whether you know they're the spouse that initiated it or not. It's always a tough situation because you're with somebody that you've shared your life with and you thought you were going to share the rest of your life with. So it's always a shock. And so we really try to be there for our clients and help them guide them and give them the right advice um, to get them through that process and making sure that they're going to be stable. So, you know, depending on which side we're working on, if the if the person that we're taking on as a client, because it is a conflict to have both both parties, just so you know, if you're working with an advisor and you're and you're divorced. If you're both working with the same advisor, it is a conflict of interest. Um, but however, so if you're working with one that was handling the investments, they're typically aware of what's been going on. But the other side, which you know typically could be uh, the wife, um, has never managed the money. Maybe the husband handled those sorts of things. And so it's really about educating them and under- helping them understand what they have, where they want to be, what they what they want to see happen with their money, what they want to do with their money, and those sorts of things. And having conversation, explaining the investments that they have, and making sure they're suitable for their situation now that they're in a different situation than they were when they were married. So it's just being there and guiding them and and giving them the right type of advice. Well, if folks find themselves in any of these situations, Mark, or just would like to get some, you know, some more input and some more education, what can they expect if they reach out to, uh, to you today on the show? Sure, Mark. You know, so whether you're a first time listener to the show or you've heard me for a long time, if anything I've said makes sense or even resonates with you, this is now your chance to come in and have a conversation with me in my office to go through this process we call the financial physical. I can assure you, I will not be trying to sell you investment or insurance products. I repeat, this is not a sales meeting. Rather, we're going to discuss your values and goals in a way, honestly, you probably never have. This consultation is designed for both individuals as well as couples. However, if you are married, it is mandatory that both spouses attend this initial meeting. So whether you're still working or already retired, this is a great opportunity to see what it looks like to work with someone who's actually required to have a fiduciary responsibility to look out for your best interest at all times. As part of the financial physical, we will discuss your cash reserves, debt if you have any, insurance, all types, and how to best allocate your assets and we'll even benchmark where you are now financially compared to where you want to be. So you have an even better perspective of what's required to achieve your goals for the reasons that are important to you. This becomes the foundation for developing a plan that gives you the highest probability of making that happen. This meeting will be valuable to you whether or not we decide to work together. There is no cost or obligation for this initial appointment. However, it is best suited for people who have saved at least $250,000. And as you probably are aware, I am a certified financial planner professional and the going hourly rate to meet with a CFP such as myself can cost as much as $300 an hour. 
So this is a tremendous value and chance to finally get your financial house in order and keep it that way. And your only commitment is an hour or so of your time. We try our best to help everyone. However, our slots fill up quickly. So I can only guarantee a complimentary meeting to the next 10 people that contact us right now. Please don't procrastinate because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. All right, folks, a great opportunity here to uh, find out uh, it, where you stand and get that financial house in order, as Mark said, 520-333-7601. That is your number to call or text, 520-333-7601. Whichever one you're more comfortable with, Mark can certainly uh, get back to you either way. It's a great opportunity, as I said, to just get this planning process started and uh, get this review process underway. There's no obligation. Uh, 520-333-7601. Stick around. There is much more to come today on Saving with Silverman. We'll be right back. Planning for retirement shouldn't be a mystery. So why is it so easy to get bogged down with financial terms and advisors who try to offer you a sales pitch? At Silverman & Associates, Mark Silverman and his team take pride in looking after their clients' best interests. Schedule a complimentary review of your situation. Call or text 520-333-7601. That's 520-333-7601. It's time to get to know Mark Silverman just a little bit better here on Saving with Silverman. Well, it's getting to know you time here on Saving with Silverman. And uh, this is that strange, sometimes fun and silly part of the show where we ask Mark a random or off-the-wall question that uh, you know just, just kind of takes us away from the financial chatter for a moment or two. So, Mark, here is uh, your getting to know you. Uh, all of Arizona wants to know, what is the most physical danger you've ever had yourself in? Hmm. That would have to be when I was, I don't even know how old I was. I was a, a kid. We were, um, I was with my parents. We were in Lake Tahoe area and we were doing some whitewater rafting and I actually fell out of the raft and my parents, we were with another family too, couldn't stop. And I was, uh, I lost my, I was wearing glasses at the time, lost the glasses. I remember holding on to the rocks. I got all scratched up and everything. And finally another family came by and, and rescued me, but that was probably the most danger that I've that I remember uh, being into. I haven't been whitewater rafting since then, of course, and I probably <laughs> never will. So that was a one-time thing. But that's—I'd have to say that was the case. I was probably—I want to say I was maybe eight, eight, nine, or ten, somewhere in that range. Well, that'll certainly do it. Old. Yeah, you fell out of the boat and uh, and whitewater rafting. It was already kind of dangerous, so I can certainly understand why uh, that might have uh, kind of made you not want to go whitewater rafting anymore. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was scary, and I still. I still think about that occasionally. <laughs> well, well, there you know. So, needless to say, have you taken your daughter whitewater rafting? <laughs> no, <laughs> and I never will. There you go. So. Well, that's uh, that's our getting to know you this week here on Saving with Silverman. Uh, you know, you never know. Right? We've all had those moments in life where something happens, and so uh, that's the one for Mark where he was probably in the most danger. Keep listening to the show. There is more right after this. Learn the path to a worry-free retirement. Keep listening to Saving with Silverman. 
You're back here with us on Saving with Silverman. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. We certainly appreciate you joining us here. If you're uh, in the uh, Tucson or Southern Arizona area, Mark Silverman is your go-to resource for help when it comes to retirement. He can certainly give you a hand on all you have to do is reach out to him by calling or texting anytime throughout the show. You don't have to wait for it to be over. 520-333-7601 is the number to call or text. Uh, leave your information and Mark will get right back with you. 520 3-7601. Uh, Mark, let's talk demographics. I know you've, you know, pie charts are everybody's favorite, right? <laughs> sure. And we look at lots of them. Yeah. And obviously there's no pie charts here on the radio, folks. So we're going to try to do this a little differently. But uh, how would you interpret some of these demographic statistics um, that I'm going to kind of toss out at you? And how at all, if at all, do they play a role in your planning process, for example? Uh, so for folks, uh, people who are over the age of 65, they currently make up about 13% of our country's population. Uh, by the year 2030, it's expected to be around 20% of the population. So what can we take from this statistic and how do you kind of use those, those numbers? Well, first, I would say that um, obviously uh, medical technology has increased and keeping people alive longer, which is probably a good thing. Um, but, you know, I think what we can really think about is obviously our, our older population is going to be living longer and, and it's going to be a, a bigger part of our uh, overall number. So you're looking at Social Security. People are going to be drawing off more of that for a longer period of time. Same thing could be true with Medicare. Um, where people are going to be drawing off of that for a longer period of time. You know, I think life expectancy, I know in our planning process, we're projecting people out in the, in the 90s. And for some people, we're even looking at projecting people out to age 100 if uh, they have a lot of longevity in their family. So, you know, it's just thinking about those things and making sure that they have a solid plan and that their financial plan that we put together for them shows that they're going to have enough income and increasing income because we talk about inflation at 3% is what we use in our practice. But what we really try to stress is medical inflation. The last number I heard on that, Mark, was 6.5%. So wow. um, that's going to continue to be a problem for everybody. So I think that's kind of how I see things based on the, the information you just provided. Yeah, I know. Obviously, like you said, folks living longer, taking, uh, pulling from Social Security, pulling their money out of the market, things of that nature. So lots to consider whenever you're doing the planning process for your clients or potential clients. So for folks out there who are listening, you know, things to certainly consider uh, as we all age. Um, demographics here, uh, a 65-year-old male uh, currently is expected to live to about age 83. Uh, but a 75-year-old male is expected to live until 86. Uh, so for a 65-year-old woman, it's 85. And for a 75-year-old woman, it's 88. Why are these numbers important? Well, if you look at, at, at life expectancy charts, which we do, um, each year you hit a certain age, your life expectancy is is, is has been increased, which is basically just what you just uh, discussed with those numbers. So I think it's important, again, kind of tying back to what we just discussed with the financial plan. Uh, given somebody's uh, current age, you know, each year they get older, the longer their life expectancy is based on those numbers. And I think we're going to continue to see that trend uh, move forward in that same pattern um, because of the fact of, you know, me you know, medical and all these different things. There's so many different advancements that are constantly happening. People are living longer. So obviously, Mark, it's important that your portfolio is going to also be around as long as you are, right? To make sure that you're not outliving your money. 
Exactly. You want to make sure that you're going to have enough money to cover those expenses, whether it be uh, your your expenses of things you enjoy doing or medical expenses. And as you get older, you know, some of that money is going to be used. A big portion of it is going to be used to cover those medical expenses, whether it be long term care, et cetera. So it's important that you have a plan that's going to be able to sustain that over the long term. Well, you're listening to Saving with Silverman. We're talking about some demographic numbers here uh, today on the show and and how they can affect you and how they can affect your advisor uh, if they're thinking about using this or need to be using this as they're planning for your uh, retirement. Of course, Mark Silverman is the president of Silverman & Associates. He is a CFP, a certified financial planner professional, and can certainly help you with this information. And if you need to get a second opinion on the plan you have or maybe get started with a plan entirely, well, Mark can certainly help you out there. Call him or text him anytime by uh, reaching out to him at 520-333-7601. That's 520-333-7601. Mark, some more demographic numbers here for you. Average income for folks between 65 and 70 currently is around $42,000. But the average income for people over the age of 80 is only 20000 so basically cuts in half in about 10 years. Uh, what can we kind of take from this information? I think a lot of people aren't planning for a longevity risk. They're not planning that their life, that they're going to be around long enough. And, and as we know, people are living you know longer than the next generation, and I think the next generation is going to live longer than our generation. So it's it's this trend that we keep we see happening, and people need to plan for the long term. They can't just assume that they're going to only going to live to age 75, age 80, age 85. They need to really plan into their 90s. You know what we try to do is is really help people plan, and by planning, meaning that if they do, you know don't make it to the numbers that we're expecting them to live to. They still have money that can be passed on to the other spouse or the other to children, grandchildren, et cetera. Um, But the last thing we want to do is have them run out of money and they're still alive, which I think is why you see that number that you had mentioned being so low when people hit age 80, because a lot of people don't think they're going to be around at age 80. But the fact of the matter is they are. Yeah. And I think, you know, folks are having to significantly then trim their lifestyle to accommodate the fact of the smaller income. And obviously, that's not the time in your life where you really want to have to start cutting, you know, corners. Uh, I mean, I think you do to a certain degree naturally, but certainly something that you don't want to have to be forced into. No, I mean, I, th- I think the, the, the key is people might be spending money prior to age 80. Some people might be age 85 on things that they enjoy, whether it be traveling, uh, doing doing fun, the fun stuff. But when they hit age 80, 85, they might be spending a lot more money than they thought they would on health care, on yeah, long-term true. care, uh, in-home care, whatever it might be, the things that they have to pay for. And, and when you or a loved one goes into one of these places, you want to get the best possible place that you can get into. Like you were saying, Mark, this is not a place where you want to you know, try to see how cheap you can get a place. You want the best care you can possibly get and the nicest place you can afford. Yeah, absolutely. Well, certainly all things to consider. Uh, Obviously, we're throwing a lot of data at you here when we're talking about demographics and these numbers. Uh, But the overall concept here is that, you know, proper planning can help avoid a lot of these things because these are real numbers that are coming out and things that we certainly all have to be concerned about because we are living longer and uh, and aging and the way things are working. And obviously, there's always concerns about what's going to happen with the market and with Social Security and so on and so forth. So, you know, again, you know, kind of the mantra of the show is that proper planning can help in a lot of these arenas uh, to take some of that stress and worry out. 
another final demographic here, Mark, for the show. People over the age of 65 generate income in several different ways, really. Uh, about 37% of that income is Social Security. Uh, income from working represents another 30% or so. Uh, pensions are still around 19% currently. And uh, savings and investments make up about 11% of how folks over 65 are generating income. What's notable about this? Well, you know, I think Social Security is supposed to, I think when it initially, not initially, but the way that the government sees it, it's about 40% uh, of your retirement income should come from Social Security. And I would argue that it should be closer probably to 25 or 30%. Uh, a lot of people would like to try to make that that number higher um, as far as more, a greater percentage. But I think realistically, if you're going to have a good type, a good retirement and do the things that you enjoy, it should be around 25 or 30%. But, you know, if you're still working then you're and you're receiving social security you're not technically you're not fully retired either um, so i think that's important in that number um, pensions is another interesting one very few people have pensions um, we don't we, we're starting to see less and less of the pensions the people that do have pensions they're not even being contributed to anymore by the companies they've kind of frozen and they still have that benefit but they're not getting any bigger unless you've been with the company for 30 40 years or working for the government that sort of thing that's where we see them and then savings and investments, I think that's such a low number that you'd mentioned. I think you said 11% mark, but you know, for most people, that number is going to have to be a lot higher, which means the income you're going to have in retirement is going to have to come from your own saving and investing, whether it be your 401k, 403b, TSP, um, you know, uh, 457, whatever it might be, you need to be putting more and more money away to, to get that income. So it's going to, the onus is going to be on the individual uh, investor rather than these other other sources that that traditionally have been accounted for people's income. Yeah, and that's really kind of the point, Mark, and I'm glad that you ordered it that way, uh, because if that number is accurate, and these are numbers that we've got, you know, offline uh, from some government websites and so on and so forth, at 11%, uh, we're just not self-funding enough, and that's really going to be the continue to be the trend moving forward. And so obviously, generating income in your retirement is important. You have to have income streams and that's really where uh, someone like yourself can come in and help folks out. So what does that process look like for individuals uh, to know where they stand and, and learn what's next? Sure, Mark. So, you know, just like you get a second opinion on your health, why wouldn't you get a second opinion on your wealth? So if you're a do-it-yourself or already working with someone, this is now your chance to go through a process we call the financial physical. Do you know what your investments are even costing you? If you're still working, are you on track to have the type of retirement you've always envisioned? Or if you are already retired, do you know if you or your spouse are at risk of running out of money while trying to maintain your current lifestyle? I can assure you I will not be trying to sell you investment or insurance products. I repeat, this is not a sales meeting. In this initial meeting, we'll address issues of importance to you, provide an overall view of your situation, and give general advice on what needs to be completed. This consultation is designed for both individuals as well as couples. However, if you are married, it is mandatory that both spouses attend this initial meeting. So whether you're still working or already retired, this is a great opportunity to see what it looks like to work with someone who is actually required to have a fiduciary responsibility to look out for your best interest at all times. This initial meeting will be valuable to you whether or not we decide to work together. There is no cost or obligation for this appointment. However, it is best suited for people who have saved at least $250,000. And as you probably are aware, Mark's mentioned it several times, I am a certified financial planner professional and the going hourly rate to meet with a CFP such as myself can cost as much as $300 an hour. 
So this is a tremendous value and chance to finally get your financial house in order and keep it that way. And your only commitment is an hour or so of your time. Just as you want to reach a healthy life from a physical standpoint, you also want to reach and maintain great financial health. So our financial physical is just what the doctor ordered. We try our best to help everyone. However, our slots do fill up quickly. So I can only guarantee a complimentary meeting to the next seven people that contact us right now. Please don't procrastinate because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. Absolutely. Great advice there from Mark Silverman, especially about procrastination. It's easy to say, hey, I'll just do this a little bit later on, but we all tend to get busy with things. So go ahead. Your phone's probably near you. Go ahead and grab it and call or text Mark right now, 520-333-7601. Unless you're driving, then please do not text. 520-333-7601. Go ahead and reach out to Mark Silverman right now and get started and get on the the right track or the right path, if you will, towards your retirement and let Mark... uh, See if he can help you and show you where you stand. Again, 520-333-7601. You are listening to Saving with Silverman. Mark Silverman here from uh, Silverman & Associates. And if you are in the uh, Tucson or Southern Arizona area, Mark can certainly help you out. Make sure you give him a call. 520-333-7601. There's more show coming up after this. If you've ever asked yourself what a well-balanced financial portfolio looks like, Keep listening to Saving with Silverman, and you'll find out. It's story time, Mark, and that is where, you know, we basically ask you to kind of tell us about a a case study or a client situation, if you will. So on today's story time, uh, has there been an opportunity or a time when you had to deliver some pretty tough news to a client or even a potential client, and you really didn't want to do it, but you knew it was in their best interest to just tell them what they needed to hear, really, instead of what they probably wanted to hear? Good question. I, I always tell people not what they want to hear, but what <laughs> I tell them the truth. Uh, and sometimes the truth hurts. Um, I would have to say the one that stands out would probably be, and as I said in an earlier segment, um, where we were discussing, you know, I said that people tend to, what I, one thing I've noticed is people, the more somebody makes, the more they spend. And I had a, uh, uh, a couple that had come in and they were working and they made a lot of money, a lot of money by anybody's standard. And they were looking at retiring and they had saved some money, but not nearly the amount that they were not nearly enough based on how much money they were making. And they had multiple homes, uh, you know, had a, had a very good lifestyle. And when I ran the numbers for them, unfortunately, the age that they wanted to retire, the numbers just didn't work. And so they had a couple options, one to start saving more in order to get to that point, putting more money away or um, never really retire, which is the, the problem with that is the fact that, um, you know, if something happens physically and you can't work uh, any longer, I don't know what you do at that point. So that's why it's important to keep saving and putting as much money as you, w- as you possibly can because nobody knows what's going to happen in the future. So in their particular situation, they wanted to maintain that lifestyle in retirement, which most people want to do, rightfully so. But I think what happened it was that they didn't save enough money. And so the money that they had saved, which was which was decent, but not significant based on how much money they made, um, the numbers didn't work. And, and unfortunately, their plan wasn't going to work out the way that they wanted. And this happens times where we have to see what, what's possible, what's not possible, what's going to work and what's not going to work. And I show what people what the numbers are. But at the end of the day, it's the client that needs to determine what they want to do and how bad they want to do it um, based on, on, on what their goals are and what, what sacrifices they're willing to make today to get to where they want to be tomorrow. So, again, it's in planning. Sometimes things work great. Sometimes um, the situations as we analyze them don't always 
uh, go exactly as, as, as our clients want to, but that's why we present this to them. So we have time to make those choices and help them guide them and make the right decisions to get them from point A to point B and, and those sorts of things. And that's, you know, it's, it's just being truthful and giving the right advice that's in, in our client's best interest at all times. All right, folks. Well, if you'd like to uh, talk with Mark Silverman and, and really get that straight kind of scenario as well, get that straight talk um, as well, then go ahead and reach out to him right now. Give him a call or text at 520-333-7601. That's 520-333-7601 to get started today with Mark Silverman of Silverman and Associates. Stay tuned. There is more show right after this. Mark Silverman is a Tucson native, and his firm is right here in town. That means he's always accessible to you. Start your relationship with Mark and his team today. Keep listening to Saving with Silverman. You're back here with us on Saving with Silverman. Thank you so much for staying tuned in to the show today. Mark Killian alongside Mark Silverman, the president of Silverman and Associates. Uh, you can go by his, web, his website, if I can say the word website. That's savingwithsilverman.com, savingwithsilverman.com. Of course, Mark is a CFP, a certified financial planner professional, and available to you right here in the Tucson and Southern Arizona area by calling or texting 520 520- Three 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 seven six zero one. Mark, being realistic is obviously very important when it comes to a lot of things in life. And surely you've seen people who have maybe extremely ambitious or unreasonable expectations uh, for what they could achieve with their retirement savings. Can you maybe give us an example of someone you've encountered who fits that description? I see it all the time, and I don't think people... I I certainly like people to have ambitious goals and and objectives and certainly happy to help people that are trying to do those sorts of things. But what I can tell you and what what I've experienced is the more somebody makes, the more somebody spends. So when somebody is making a a lot of money working, they tend to have are going to want a lot of income in retirement. You can't just say we're making you know, $200,000 a year and we're going to live off $50,000 a year in retirement. Is it possible? Sure. Is it realistic? No. So I come across this a lot where people have been working, but they haven't really been saving, getting back to the point where the more somebody makes, the more somebody spends. So just because somebody's making a lot doesn't mean they're saving a lot. So um, what I think is important is to have people save and really, really save aggressively, because if you do want to retire early or retire at a certain age with a certain amount of income, you really have to be diligent about saving. And we'll run the projections um, for people and, and really show them if you you're serious about retiring at this age with this amount of money, we'll do the inflation projections, those sorts of things. Um, this is what you need to do. And we'll run the numbers and and show them where they stand. Is this is this going to with a high level of predictability going to really happen? If not, what do you need to do now to get to that point? Or what is achievable based on your current savings rate if you're not going to be saving more than what you're planning on saving? So those are the sorts of d- discussions that we have with people to help them determine uh, what's the best plan to take. Okay, so Mark, let's flip that switch there, that script, if you will. And uh, what about people at the other end of that spectrum? Maybe their expectations were very low and they are in significantly better shape than they even realized. Exactly, Mark. So what we can do with our financial planning software, let's say somebody wants to retire at age 65 and they've saved a significant number of assets, both in the retirement accounts and, and outside of those accounts, and just have been very good about saving. Maybe they started early or started late, but but started putting a lot of money away and living off of less than they're making. 
what we can show them, let's say they want an income of $50,000 per year in today's dollars. We'll do again the projections with inflation at a 3% rate and show them what that looks like. But what we can do is say, okay, let's say those numbers work and we show them with a high level predictability uh, based on our, our numbers that that's going to happen. What we can show them is, hey, that works. What if you wanted to? What if we want to spend another, make it sixty thousand dollars a year? What if we want it to be seventy-five thousand? We can actually show them and run the numbers with the software and show them what's actually possible based on what they've saved, um, to, and and showing them exactly what that number would be, so they can know that if they do want to live off of more, they can and still be financially stable, and that their numbers are going to work and they're going to not run out of money, you know, given a long life expectancy, like we talked about earlier. Right. Yeah. So obviously, again, being realistic about it and then having that hard data uh, from that information that you can provide is certainly going to go a long way towards providing those uh, realistic expectations. You're listening to Saving with Silverman, 520-333-7601. That's your number to call if you'd like to talk with Mark Silverman or text him uh, and get on the calendar, come in for a consultation. Uh, Mark, when we're talking about being realistic, what is a reasonable rate of growth that we could expect or should expect? expect our investments uh, to be at during retirement? Well, you know, I think it all depends on, you know, what age you're retiring and, you know, what's your risk preference and what your goals look like? Because there's two things regarding risk. One, we want to understand your comfort level when it re- it, when, in relation to your investments. But the other part is your goals and making sure that those two are in, in uh, perfect order to make sure that you're going to achieve your goals with the risk that you're comfortable taking. And we need to know that up front. But I think it, it could vary. But interest rates have been very, very low for so long that I think and most people beca- tend to become more conservative in retirement than they are when they're working naturally. Not all the time, but that's usually the case. So with that being said, it just depends on what that risk tolerance is. I think as, as the most conservative portfolios, you need to maintain at net of fees and expenses, I've said this before, at least 3% um, just to keep pace with inflation. But And that's in the most conservative portfolios. I think that's the number you at least want to shoot for. But you know, depending on where you are in the spectrum, I think somewhere between 3 to 7% is a reasonable rate of return to use in our projections. That's what we use. We don't use – doesn't mean you can't earn 8, 10, those sorts of things if you're taking more risk. Um, but we're not going to use those numbers in our projections. We use very, very conservative numbers in our financial planning. We won't use a 10% rate of return in our projections. I've seen other advisors out there in Tucson – that have used those numbers, and when the and when the client doesn't achieve those numbers, it really throws their their plan, and, and really uh, the numbers don't work uh, if you use such a high rate of return. And again, it doesn't mean you can't achieve that number in a in a given year, but use that as a number that you're going to get each and every year is a big mistake. Well, we're talking about realism, and so that's a great point is that you know uh, having a, an obtainable realistic goal, uh, a, a realistic rate, and you're talking about you know not shooting too high, not that you can't get there, but having a realistic goal certainly makes that a little bit more easier to work through and, and problem solve. And that's what really what we're talking about here today on Saving with Silverman uh, is some realistic expectations and goals to have in retirement. Uh, what about cash flow, Mark? Uh, to create an income, what's a reasonable, again, reasonable being the operative word, amount to draw down on your investments each year without having to worry about running out of the money? You know, there was a, a number that came out several years ago, uh, which, you know, some people are familiar with the 4% rule, which basically stated that if you withdrew 4% off your investments, you would never run out of money. That was when interest rates were much, much higher. That number, actually, the people that did that study, have, that number has been thrown out, and the number is actually closer to 2.5%. So I think a 2.5% withdrawal rate 
is a lot more realistic, especially as we talked about earlier, where people are living longer. So one, we have people living longer and two interest rates are still very, very low compared to where they have been. So with those two things, that number has gotten really compressed. So again, this is part of our planning process. There's different things out there that can also create income, much like a pension. And those are some discussions that we can have with you to see if some of those things might be in your best interest or not. Um, but if you're just withdrawing down, drawing down your assets, I think a two and a half percent rate of return is is really a safe number to bet on. Can you do three, four, or five? You can, but you're, you know, depending on your age, there's a chance that you could run out of money in those, uh, depending on what the market does. Okay, so we've covered some pretty good ground here on the show. You're listening to Saving with Silverman. We've talked about folks, uh, realism, folks who are maybe extremely ambitious with unreasonable expectations in retirement, or the opposite end where folks, uh, the expectations are incredibly low, but they're in good shape, Uh, reasonable rate of of growth in your investments, you know, reasonable rate of... uh, uh, draw down on your cash flow. So finally, Mark, any of these situations that may come up, how do you handle those conversations when people, whatever walk of life they're in, that, that expectation is way out of whack? I mean, this is a conversation. What I tell people is I'm not here to pass judgment. I'm just showing you you know, the real numbers of how things work. I'm not here to say this is right or wrong. But what I do is say, here's where you where you are today. Here's where you want to be. Is it realistic or not? Or are you doing enough today to get you to point B? Same thing is true with somebody that's already retired. We just did a couple uh, plans for people this year where we found out that they were already retired and, and going back to work wasn't really an option where they were actually spending too much. And if they continue down that path, they were in serious risk of running out of money. So this is why we take a planning based approach to show people really where they stand and, and letting them know while they still can do something about it versus it being too late. As I've said before, Mark, if you're going to run out of money, do you want to know today or after it's already happened? And so this is why we take a planning-based approach really is to help people understand the risks and things that they have thought about and things that they haven't thought about to make sure that they're going to be financially successful and that their goals are going to be t- uh, obtainable. And so the more time we have, the more things you can do differently, You know, change the allocation or or save more, those sorts of things. But the closer you are to retirement, the, the more you can't afford to take those chances, the more you, you can't afford to make mistakes with your money. You know, ask people that retired in 2007 versus people that retired in 2009. Both those people had totally different experiences based on when they retired and given where they were in the market. So it's important that you understand these sorts of things. And that's why we have these conversations with people and really illustrate and show them exactly what's going on and and what they can do now to improve their situation with quality advice rather than just somebody there to push products. Well, if you find yourself in any of these situations and you'd like some real talk and some real information, Mark Silverman's a great resource. And, and Mark, what does that process look like for individuals? Sure, Mark. So whether you're a first-time listener to the show or you've heard me for a long time, if anything I've said makes sense or resonates with you, this is now your chance to come in and have a conversation with me in my office to go through the process we call the financial physical. And I can assure you, I will not be trying to sell you investment or insurance products. I repeat, this is not a sales meeting. Rather, we're gonna discuss your values and goals in a way, honestly, you probably never have. This consultation is designed for both individuals as well as couples. However, if you are married, it is mandatory that both spouses attend this initial meeting. So whether you're still working or already retired, this is a great opportunity to see what it looks like to work with someone who's actually required to have a fiduciary responsibility to look out for your best interest at all times. 
As part of the financial physical, we will discuss your cash reserves, debt if you have any, insurance, all types, and how to best allocate your assets, and we'll even benchmark where you are now financially compared to where you want to be, so you have an even better perspective of what's required to achieve your goals for the reasons that are important to you. This becomes the foundation for developing a plan that gives you the highest probability of making that happen. This meeting will be valuable to you whether or not we decide to work together. There is no cost or obligation for this initial appointment. However, it is best suited for people who have saved at least $250,000. And as you probably are aware, I am a certified financial planner professional, and the going hourly rate to meet with a CFP such as myself can cost as much as $300 an hour. So, this is a tremendous value and chance to finally get your financial house in order and keep it that way. And your only commitment is an hour or so of your time. We try our best to help everyone. However, our slots do fill up quickly. So I can only guarantee a complimentary meeting to the next five people that contact us right now. Please don't procrastinate because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. All right, go ahead and text or call Mark right now, 520-333-7601. That is 520-333-7601. It's a great opportunity to make sure you're on the right road or the right path, if you will. Get that uh, financial junk drawer all cleaned up, if you if you will. Whatever analogy you want to go with, go ahead and just take some action and reach out to Mark now and get the process started. It's very painless, very easy to do. 520 Zero one to get in contact with Mark Silverman of Silverman and Associates. Get yourself on the calendar. Come in, have a conversation with Mark, and find out where you stand. Again, 520-333-7601. Don't go anywhere. When we come back here in just a moment or two, there is the mailbag. We'll be taking some questions from around the area. You're listening to Saving with Silverman. Picture this. Your financial statements have come in the mail. What's going through your head as you open them up? Maybe all that financial jargon is flustering. Maybe the numbers are confusing, or maybe those red arrows are leaving you in a funk. Don't base your future on a monthly letter. Keep listening to Saving with Silverman. Learn what true financial planning really looks like. You're listening to Saving with Silverman because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. I'm your host, Mark Killian, alongside Mark Silverman, the president of Silverman and Associates. It's the Mark and Mark show here today in Tucson and Southern Arizona. And if you'd like to reach out to Mark Silverman, he is a certified financial planner professional and available to you anytime by calling or texting 520-333-7600. Zero one. It's time to reach into the mailbag, and that is to dive in and take some questions from around the area. If you'd like to submit your own question to the show, feel free to do so anytime. Just go to Mark's website. That's savingwithsilverman.com. That is savingwithsilverman.com, and uh, and shoot us an email. And, of course, we'll take a, a collection of them each week and, and read some on the air. So feel free to send in your questions. Our first one today comes to us uh, from Green Valley and Doug. And Doug says, Mark... I feel pretty good about the amount that we have in savings relative to the income that we'll actually need in our retirement. However, I am worried about nursing home costs, and I don't really have a good feel for how to plan for that. What's your normal approach? Well, Doug, thanks for listening, and uh, hello to hello in Green Valley. I have uh, lots of clients there. Um, you know, 
Great question. You know, thinking about nursing home, there's lots of different ways, and I've talked about this before, but uh, there's traditional long-term care insurance, and that's been around. I tend to not be a fan of that. If somebody already has that, I wouldn't discourage you from canceling that, but that's that's one option. There's better ways of doing it, in my opinion. Always you can self-insure, which means that you have to, you're going to pay for it yourself, and if you have enough money saved, that can always be an option. But, you know, in my opinion, what I think makes the most sense is looking at other two other options. One is looking at life insurance with living care benefits. And that's probably my preferred option um, where you can actually use the death benefit to pay for long term care expenses or sometimes even in home care expenses. So you put a small amount of money away or a portion of money away and they either double or sometimes triple that amount that you have in there to use for long term care expenses. That works very, very well. You don't give up control like you do with traditional long term care insurance. There's lots of benefits that way. There's also annuities out there that actually cover long-term care expenses. And that could be another option that you might want to look at. So it just depends. But I can tell you when we do um, financial planning for people, you know, long-term care planning is, is really part of the discussion. And based on your age, uh, if you're married, your spouse's age, what state you live in, those sorts of things, we can actually show you what those costs may look like and, and what you have to protect against in order to cover those expenses. But great question. Uh, and give us a call if you want to discuss it further. But there's, you do have other options. The good news is there's more options today than there used to be, uh, which is a good thing. Yeah, great question indeed. We certainly appreciate it. And uh, of course, uh, keep listening to the show. And uh, if you'd like to reach out to Mark about this in more detail, 520-333-7601. We've got a question now, Mark, from Leanne in Marana. And Leanne says, I've heard different theories about the idea of using life insurance as an investment. What is your take, Mark? Well, Leanne, thanks for the question. You know, we just discussed life insurance with the previous question, but, you know, life insurance can be used for different things. Traditionally, what most people buy it for is for death benefit, but it can be used as an investment. Uh, However, I'd caution, you know, what the purpose is. Is life insurance great for every situation? No, but it can be used for other situations other than death benefit. If somebody's self-employed, we may use life insurance as a way to to really try to – create retirement income down the road. And that's something that you may be able to do with in your situations. And, and, and the last thing would be, you know, as we talked about previously, that it could be used as a long-term care uh, solution if you have a policy that has living care benefits. So, you know, life insurance can be used in a variety of ways. It could be used in estate planning as well. Um, if somebody's selling a business, there's lots of different uses for life insurance more than you than the traditional sense. But without knowing your your whole situation, whether it's a good way to invest or not, it really depends. Um, if you're looking for growth, I would tend to argue that you're probably better off not investing using life insurance. But, you know, Give us a call. I'd be happy to discuss that with you, and we could uh, get, learn more about your situation and make the proper recommendation to you. Thanks, Leanne. That number to call or text is 520-333-7601. Uh, a lot of great questions here today on the show. We certainly appreciate them. And I think we have time for one more, Mark, and it's from Catherine in Vale. And Catherine writes in, she says, Mark, at this point in my life, I'm not that interested in making my portfolio much bigger. I just don't want to lose what I have. Do you think I'm being short-sighted? Well, Catherine, great question. You know, as I mentioned earlier, you know, even in the most conservative portfolios, I think you, you need to have enough cash reserves. And cash is not meant to grow. It's meant to to be there and it needs to be liquid and for you to get to it without penalties or fees and be there when you need it for expenses. And that could be anywhere from three to six months worth of expenses if you're on the more conservative side, 
maybe up to 12 months worth of expenses. But any more than that, you really need to make sure that you're keeping pace with inflation. And as I said before, net of fees and expenses, you should be earning at least 3% in that portfolio uh, at a minimum. And so I think that's what you really need to think about. So if you're even conservative, like conservative, like you're saying, and you're you're not really looking at growth, you do want to make sure you're keeping pace with inflation. So hopefully that makes sense. Uh, if you want to discuss it further, again, feel free to reach out to us. And finally, Mark, I think for all these people that write in to the show each and every week and that are tuning in and listening, overall, I think they just want to find someone that they can work with where they can establish a connection and a rapport and be able to have their questions heard and understood and responded to in a way that makes sense. And one of the things that I really like about your process is that allows uh, that chance to get to know one another to make sure it's a good fit on either side, right? Exactly, Mark. I mean, we try to make the complex simple, and there's lots of different things that we talk about on this show, but in order to see how it really pertains to you, it really depends on your situation, and that's having a conversation. You know, last weekend I was driving around with my wife and my daughter. We were running errands, and I happened to catch a actually two other shows. And I'm amazed about how, and I'm not going to mention which shows they were, but I'm amazed how these other people on the radio, and they were local here in Tucson, are mentioning products and and making recommendations. Typically, they're one of the cases it was an annuity, uh, which was pretty obvious, but people that are recommending products without really knowing somebody's situation, be like a doctor, you know, writing prescriptions or giving diagnoses without knowing somebody's situation. It, it just it just baffles me how people can still do that uh, on the radio. So again, you know, we try to give general information and, and general things to point out. But in order to see how it really applies to you, the best way is to give us a call and and see how we could help you. So just like you get a second opinion on your health, why wouldn't you get a second opinion on your wealth? So if you're a do-it-yourselfer or already working with someone, this is now your chance to go through the process. As Mark mentioned, we call a financial physical. Do you know what your investments are costing you? If you're still working, are you on track to have the type of retirement you've always envisioned? Or if you're already retired, do you know if you or your spouse are at risk of running out of money while trying to maintain your current lifestyle? I will not be trying to sell you investment or insurance products. I repeat, this is not a sales meeting, which sounds much different than every other show that's on the radio that I've heard. In this initial meeting, we'll address issues of importance to you, provide an overall view of your situation, and give you some general advice on what needs to be completed. This consultation is designed for both individuals as well as couples. However, if you are married, it is mandatory that both spouses attend this initial meeting. So whether you're still working or already retired, this is a great opportunity to see what it looks like to work with someone who's actually required to have a fiduciary responsibility to look out for your best interest at all times. This meeting will be valuable to you whether or not we decide to work together. There is no cost or obligation for this initial appointment. However, it is best suited for people who have saved at least $250,000. And as you probably are aware, I am a certified financial planner professional, and I believe the only one on the radio here in Tucson, and the going hourly rate to meet with a CFP such as myself can cost as much as $300 an hour. So this is a tremendous value and chance to finally get your financial house in order and keep it that way. And your only commitment is an hour or so of your time. Just as you want to reach a healthy life from a physical standpoint, you also want to reach and maintain great financial health. So our financial physical is just what the doctor ordered. We try our best to help everyone. However, our slots fill up quickly. So I can only guarantee a complimentary meeting for the next three people that contact us right now. Please don't procrastinate because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. All right, everybody. So retirees, pre-retirees out there in Radio Land, this is a great chance to make sure you're headed in the right financial direction, as Mark said. 
you know, you just have to take a little action. You just have to uh, not procrastinate and go ahead and just pick up the phone, call, find out what it's all about. Come in, sit down, have that conversation with Mark and get yourself onto the right path. It's very, very easy to do. Just call him or text him anytime, whichever one you're more comfortable with. 520-333-7601. That's 520-333-7601 to get on the calendar of Mark Silverman, the president of Silverman and Associates, and get yourself on the right path towards retirement. As always, we thank you so much for listening to Saving with Silverman. And uh, Mark, as always, thanks for being here and uh, offering your advice and your wisdom. Thank you, Mark. It's been another great week. And I want to thank everybody for uh, taking the time to that you spent listening to us. I hope it was valuable and stay cool out there. Absolutely. And uh, have a great week. And we'll see you same time, same Mark channel, same Mark time uh, next week for more of Saving with Silverman with Mark Silverman. Silverman and Associates Wealth Management LLC is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities product, service, or investment strategy. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified advisor, tax professional, or attorney before implementing any strategy or recommendation discussed herein.